0: Before we start the show, we want to just say real quick that we stand in solidarity with George
1: Floyd and the protesters. The country is going through some really difficult times with a pandemic and systematic racism. Our hearts and condolences go out to Mr. Floyd's family.
0: If you want to help out in any way, you can go to MinnesotaFreedomFund.org or BlackLivesMatter.com. yo thanks for joining us here at press play with augie and riz
1: i'm augie hey and i'm riz this is a weekly podcast where we two universal monsters talk about movies tv music or anything we think you guys might like to listen to
0: don't forget to press that subscribe button on our podcast and follow us on instagram at press play ar that's
1: press play ar on instagram in episode 38 we got some updated news on Disney Parks, Superman, American Horror Story, and find out after the break what we thought about the movie Bloodshot.
0: Stay tuned as Riz lets you know about the DVDs and music that are available out now. And this week's Six Degrees of Separation is Vin Diesel with Michelle Trachtenberg.
1: Trachtenberg. But first, quick news. Cool, 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 guys. So, uh,
0: we have been following the Universal Monster Cinematic Universe for quite some time. uh, And we've got some news that Ryan Gosling is in talk to play the lead in Lon Chaney Jr.'s 1941 monster movie, The Wolfman.
1: Oh, wow. Like a remake of it, obviously.
0: Uh, Yeah, and it has no correlation with the 2010 movie with Emily Blunt and... Uh, this other actor that they did this wolfman movie i don't even remember it but rebecca angelo and laura Schuckler or shuker bloom who have written shows for oranges and new black is set to write the script with ryan goslin playing an anchorman who gets infected
1: okay uh, he's a fantastic actor i like uh, him so uh, i guess benicio del toro is out
0: Th- is that the one?
1: Maybe that's the actor that I was thinking about. I'm I i want to say that he was he was the origi- originally cast to you know either that or invisible man, but no. No. I, I think
0: I think uh Johnny Depp was doing
1: Invisible Man. Alright. I see Johnny Depp as Invisible Man. Actually, I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: random dude walking by in front of our house stretching. Uh Oh, he has a guitar. Oh, awesome. He's probably going to serenade his his lover and be like, come out. I have no coronavirus. But talking about this awesome weather, before we got this awesome weather, this past week, Miami was hit hard with torrential rain. In fact...
1: It was almost three weeks.
0: Yeah. Straight. Straight. In fact, uh, we broke our own record. How, how many years? 115.
1: Yeah. I want to like, say over 115 years of now.
0: rainfall. Uh, Miami before had three inches, and now it, or the new record is 18 inches of rainfall, which is
1: incredible. Uh, Wait, but, quite a year we're having. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Um,. With the news of the Justice League going uh or specifically Zack Snyder's Justice League coming to HBO Max July 2021, it has been surfaced that it was surfaced that Henry Cavill might come back or is coming back to reprise his role as Uh, The Man of Steel. But what is Henry Cavill going to do? What is Clark Kent going to do since there is no plan for a Man of Steel sequel? Uh, Since we did get the news a while ago that Henry Cavill is returning as a Man of Steel, a variety uh, reporter Justin Kroll said that Cavill is returning. Only as cameo, and would likely have him appearing in films where he has previous ties with title characters like Aquaman and Shazam. Sources say not for Black Adam or Wonder Woman, but new Man of Steel films still way off. With no certainty if Henry would return to star.
1: I think uh, I think it's a good sign that you know they're keeping him in the fold, and possibly maybe in the future they'll they'll you know do another man of steel it it sucks because the the first the first one with him was really good mm-hmm. and i mean it was leap years ahead of uh superman returns um thanks brian singer <laughs> great <laughs> yeah uh but but i think it's a good sign that uh the you know they 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 haven't gotten rid of him because there are rumors that they got they fired him just like they did or supposedly Ben Affleck. Like that's still not not even confirmed, although it's pretty much confirmed. Uh, he's still in the fold in some in some way.
0: And according to sources from comicbook.com, Cavill Superman will operate in a similar capacity as Marvel's use of Nick Fury and the Hulk appearing in films for supporting roles or even smaller cameos. The future of Cavill Superman has not yet been fully decided, and it sounds like Warner Brother and DC Comics are still trying to figure out where the character best fits in upcoming films. They need
1: to get their shit together.
0: But I like the route that they're going, how he, being the main uh, team member of the Justice League, is being the supporting role to all these other characters such as aquaman and shazam that could lead to a possible sequel to be like okay i helped all you guys out now come and help me out or something like that Um, okay i like
1: that and especially
0: what will happen with wonder woman because it's currently being filmed for the timeline of 1984 Mm -hmm. so that's why they don't know what to do with that superhero or personal relationship between Superman and Wonder Woman since her timeline has not reached Superman's present timeline yet. So who knows? Maybe the third installment of Wonder Woman will, in fact, involve uh, uh, Superman.
1: We will wait and see. But he's coming back. He's Well, I mean, to possibly do voiceovers for the Justice League um, cut, right? Super oh yeah!
0: Cool. Everyone is coming back to to do voiceover. Looking works. forward
1: to that. Yep.
0: On to the next thing. You're really happy about that?
1: Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm looking forward to to the upcoming season of American Horror Story. I don't know what it's about yet. Uh, but I think enough time has passed between you know now and the last one that i you know left a really sour taste in my mouth for me to start to get get excited about mm-hmm. uh, ryan murphy's been posting clues on instagram of what it could possibly be and the first clue was like uh an arm reaching over a cliff over an ocean i guess and the second clue was a beach with like uh, like, that was sectioned off,
0: like these wooden fence, a la yeah. Jaws, Martha's Vineyard yeah. type look. Yeah,
1: and uh, he said it was it was it was a clue, and you know you came up with the with the possibility that that might be like like the the back of a, a mansion on a cliff, and then and then I'm like, Clue. Yeah, maybe it's American Horror Story Clue, and they just have like a bunch of people go into a mansion on a cliff. And it's a it's a like a horror mystery type thing. I would love that.
0: I would really love that. And I hope in this season they, they separate themselves from paranormal.
1: It's never gonna happen. I mean, they, they they rely too much on it, and really they sign these actors for for ten episodes, and then they kill them off in episode three. So then. They have to bring them back, so uh, whatever the house or the beach is going to be a paranormal thing where ghosts can come back and well, they just do the same thing over and over again. And why, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm gonna give it another shot. I always do because and, the cast is amazing, uh, and it, you know, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see.
0: And they're doing a American Horror Story anthology series as well, right? And they're doing an American Horror Story anthology series, right? Or what is what is different from this one?
1: It's it's going to be like uh, an episode-to-episode episode thing. So different characters in every episode. So instead of like, uh, you know, different characters in each season, it's going to be like a Twilight Zone type thing, which uh, oh, will be interesting.
0: Okay. Okay. It could be that probably the reason why they did that is because they have so much ideas and maybe
1: some ideas are so good, but not enough content to pull a whole season. They haven't had enough content to pull a whole season, like five seasons. Let's be honest. <laughs> Aww.
0: Uh but yeah, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, another awesome scary topic is Scream Five.
1: Yes, they announced that uh, that Scream Five is going to start filming in the fall. Still, uh, no no official announcements from Nev Campbell, but. She's she was kind of being coy about it because I think she's still in negotiations, and nothing from Courtney Cox yet. Uh, wow, we'll see, we'll see. Um, I I I mean, I'll I'll go see it regardless if if they aren't in it. You know, if they do a complete reboot, that's fine. Uh, but we'll see. I'm I'm anxious to see what happens. I don't know, like if if the fall might still be too early with with the pandemic. But we'll see. What do you think?
0: I still want to hold on my theory that they're probably going to keep hush hush and not say anything
1: until the movie comes out. Um, with the cast,
0: at least with somebody with Nev Campbell it's, or Courtney it's impossible.
1: Cox. It's impossible to to like cast people and in, in these days with the internet, it's literally impossible to keep it off the internet.
0: Mm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so we finally got to episode 100 of Angel. Woohoo! Awesome! Yay, Nova! <laughs> Nova is really excited that we got to this episode as well. It's either okay, that okay, or yeah, 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 yeah. the
1: Amazon van outside. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, okay,
1: okay.
0: I think she wants to come through. Come on. So, I want to talk about both episode 100 and episode 99. I really love episode 99 when they uh brought in Andrew uh that was sent by Giles and Buffy because there is a psychotic slayer on the loose. Right, right. The whole sh- episode was pretty badass. I liked how Andrew uh reminded the viewers what happened last season and what's going on and it gave you like a quick glimpse of what Buffy is up to at that time. She's in Europe, uh, apparently continuing her role to recruit slayers, and she liked the European uh, countryside or European country so much that she decided to to stay there. I think
1: specifically she's in Italy, they said. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Um, now, there's this whole scene that Spike is fighting this psychotic slayer uh, because he receives a message from um what's this guy's name lindsay lindsay AKA uh, doyle doyle uh and i just can't seem why angel wasn't fighting there like why wasn't angel sent to fight he was in his office angel was sitting in his office twirling his thumbs la 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 and it's like if you literally just took out spike and put Angel in that whole fight action scene of him investigating the Slayer or going to where that girl is at. Like, there's no change in the script or the plot. And I felt like it was more of like, here's Spike, here is more Spike, here is Spike, here is Spike, and it became more of a Spike show. I'm coming to the to, to like this realization of how much it has lost its true essence of Angel, and I was one of the first, or I was the person that I told Riz that I didn't like this show, come first season, and I fell in love with it, uh, the second, the third, and the fourth season. It was really, really good, but this fifth season was total caca.
1: Um, yeah, uh, I honestly, my sen- sentiments exactly, uh, they... They basically shoehorned a popular character from another show onto this show, um, and there's there's nothing else to say about it. It, I want to like complete it for completion, you know, just to complete it. You know what I mean? Then we can move on. But this is literally the second time I've ever like sat through the entire season, uh, and I've watched the other seasons multiple, 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 multiple times. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I've watched the hundredth episode several times, of course, you know.
0: And in the 100 episode uh, One of your favorites Come back
1: Right Uh, And we can get to the story you know, The the behind the scenes story as well I heard it from the horse's mouth At at one of the Orlando Con or whatever Uh, But Cordelia returns Uh, The actress Charisma Carpenter really didn't need to You know she was she was fired. You know what I mean? She was fired because she got pregnant. Um and supposedly ruined season four, which season four wasn't that bad. It wasn't at all. They could have they could have brought her back, redeemed her. Um and she could have been F you, I'm not coming back, but she wanted to give the fans closure. She wanted to give the the character closure. Um, so she agreed to to return. And I think what you were saying before about it not being, um, uh, Angel of Old, I guess, like whatever this season is, this is an Angel. Her being there made it feel like the old Angel, you know, just, wow. just her presence. You know what I mean? Oh yeah,
0: so, I I agree with you on that.
1: So that was that was I think the point of of bringing her back, you know, supposedly to get Angel back on his course or whatever. But this was this was. The, this was Cordelia's finale. this and not a lot of characters have like the an arc like like she had from the beginning of Buffy to the end to the hundredth episode of Angel. And I don't think any other character got literally their own final finale episode. This is the Cordelia show finale. you know what I mean? If you're a Cordelia fan, if you were a, a angel shipper, <laughs> This was your episode, and it made me happy to see her back. It, it. I rolled my eyes when she's like, I can't stay. It's like, yeah, you can. The writers can make you stay. I wasn't I'm, happy. I'm, I'm beyond it.
0: I wasn't happy because it felt like, especially for a big Cordelia fan like you, it kind of felt like here's a stack of pancakes, but you could only eat one pancake. And the rest give it back to me, and it's it's like what was the point of it? The, the right like I understand that they wrote her in this episode specifically because it's the one hundredth episode, but we have seven episodes left. Why didn't they link her into Angel story arc to end the season finale with Angel and then have her like? Mm-hmm die or disappear or be the figment of imagination at the end of that and then have cordelia die at the season finale
1: well at this point the show hadn't been canceled yet uh, i'll tell you that much and i'll tell you okay uh around the time when when they found out the show was canceled uh i think well i don't want to i don't want to get into too much of what happens in the future i don't want to say that she definitely... but you were
0: going to tell me something that i told you hold on to it until we talk about it in this podcast a behind the scene.
1: Okay, there's 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 a, a, a story. I'm not gonna be upset. I'm not maybe. <laughs> originally, um and this this upset me and uh well it upset me as a Cordelia fan because they didn't want to bring Cordelia back for the hundredth episode. The originally What? They originally planned to bring Sarah Michelle Geller back as Buffy for the hundredth episode of Angel. And I'm all for bringing Buffy back. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> I may or may or not have just shook my head. Uh, but like when Sarah Michelle Geller's like, "Oh no, I can't do it. I don't want to do it, or I have like other commitments or whatever." Her excuse was at the time, Charisma Carpenter was the was the second choice, and I understand that Buffy, you know. Was what Angel spun off from But Cordelia Was the lead female For you know For the first four seasons To like kind of slap her In the face and be like oh no we're gonna bring Buffy Um but the Story goes that um Sarah Michelle Skeller said no They presented it to Charisma Carpenter And uh she Agreed which is another story I'll get To that um and, and according to David Fury It turned out better than Than what they had planned for Buffy According to David Fury Who was uh, one of the, the showrunners hmm. Now Charisma Carpenter Stipulated uh, That she didn't want to die She didn't want Cordelia to die She said send me off Have me go off into the sunset I'll, I'll only come back if I don't die So she signed the papers and she got, you know, she got there like on her first day to like to film. And and David Fury comes in into her trailer and she's like, and he's like, we have to talk. And he told her that Cordelia was going to die. And she started bawling and crying. How could you do this to me? You promised me you weren't going to kill me off. And this is this is a story she's she's incredible told, told in the. And, cons and the thing, and reports yeah, yeah. and
0: stuff like that.
1: Um, but then she she calmed down. She's like, Okay, so what's the story? And she listened to him and she's like, Okay, all right, that's actually a pretty good story, you know. So they did kind of screw over one more time. You but know.
0: who? Like, who was the... Was it Whedon? Was it him? Like, It was Whedon. Th- this is what I don't understand about some writers in any fucking show. It's like, if... Why are you writing for your own benefit instead of the character or your friend's benefit? Like, it comes to the point where writers write because they feel like they want to write for themselves to get their rocks on for themselves. Like, no, like, that doesn't help the character or the fans at all. And it just leaves a very, very bad taste in the fans' mouth. Uh, sorry, um, Whedon, you kind of suck. I don't care if he's done, like, great shows with Buffy or with uh, Avengers, but, like, his, his mentality of writing and directing with that schoolboy mentality and schoolboy humor is just so arrogant and so self-centered i'm sorry
1: i'm sorry um it's it's it sucks to hear that but i feel like this one episode and it's the only episode that i've watched over and over again it was you know as a as a cordelia fan i feel like it was better than not having her come back at all you know what i mean um And I used uh, Amber Benson, who played Tara, on Buffy as an example for this because uh, Tara was unceremoniously killed off and the fans were pissed off about it in Season 6. So in Season 7, they tried to to get her to return and Amber Benson said, no, I don't want to come back. Um, And I think originally it was because they told her she was going to come back as, you know, the first. yes. And she didn't want to But they had another storyline to bring the actual character back Um And I feel like that that's a An unfinished story In my mind So in in that sense I'm glad that, that Cordelia did, did decide to come Or Charisma Carpenter did decide to come back To complete the story Uh But I'm as upset As, as you would be And I, I think I told you that Um that charisma Carpenter showed her final scene, her final scene of Angel to Sylvester Stallone, and that helped her get her, the, her role in the Expendables.
0: That's pretty awesome when you're that that confident like that. And for her. Uh,
1: and and if you look at her her acting, because remember, I'm sorry, I love her, but her acting like at the beginning of Buffy. You remember you? You would be like I wasn't uh... a fan of her. I really wasn't. But, I'm
0: like that girl needs to go to school for acting. But you
1: saw her in that last episode. She was awesome. Like I, she, I admit it. Like I mean, she had eight years to to come into her own. But that final scene, I was I was crying again. You know what? Can you do? And it it in in a lot of ways. I don't. Again, I don't want to get too much into the final 10 episodes that are coming up. And I'll let you know around the time when I quit. And then I heard that it was, was canceled and I'm like, I guess I'll finish it. Um, but it does sort of set the course for the end of the show.
0: Good. I'm really, really want this to be done with because, (laughs) (laughs) well, this has been a cluster fuck. I mean, starting like, starting with like having Spike being second build of a show that's been going on for four seasons with three other actors that's been there since either episode one or episode two. Come on. Uh,
1: Well, come on. Wesley's been there since episode 10 of season one and Gunn since episode 19 of season one. And then Fred started at the end of the second season. But still, like, Wes should still be,
0: like... First, in front of him, they should because... have moved
1: Wesley up to uh, the second bill, um, and then moved Gunn back to I guess and, and then if they wanted to put with James Marsters before exactly J. August Richards, and we can't. It, wait. It, it was insulting uh, when I saw that as well to to the to the other actors, but you talk to them in interviews, they they were happy with with having Spike on the show, so you can't. There's nothing else to say about it.
0: Moving on then. Yep. Are you ready to hit Disney World? No. (laughs) Uh, Walt Disney World got the okay by the state of Florida to open all four parks starting on July 11th. Magic Kingdom and Disney Animal uh, is going to open July 11th. That's
1: uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom.
0: What did I say? Disney Animal Animal. Oh, Disney's Animal Kingdom and Disney Magic Kingdom will open on July 11th and Epcot and Hollywood Studios are opening up on Wednesday, July 15th. Currently now Disney Springs is open. It is a hub of stores and restaurants uh, that has been open since May 20th. Uh, in Disney's presentation, Jim McAfee, Senior Vice President of Operation Walt Disney World Resort, described plans for temperature checks for guests and staff, face masks and social distancing, frequent signage, numerous hand-washing stations throughout the park and backstage, and use of ple- pe- plexiglass I'm sorry, barriers at retail and food and beverage location. Capacity will be reduced at park attractions, restaurant retail stores, and transportation connections to parks, Fireworks, character meet-and-greets, water displays, and other events that might create crowds or make social distancing difficult will be temporarily suspended. The park will expand mobile ordering platforms at his, as its restaurant. It will clean high-touched area frequently. He said Disney's strategy will focus on three key words. Education, communication, and engagement. As of right now, this will be the... Second Disney park from around the world to open uh, Shanghai Disney opened a couple weeks ago at 30 percent capacity or roughly around 80,000 visitors in it. Damn. Uh, so I don't think uh, I'll be going to Disney anytime soon or Orlando or Universal Studios, uh, which Universal Studios will be opening their gates June
1: 5th. They're going to start charging our passes again starting this month or next month. So, we might as well plan on August or September. Well, uh, I guess so, but just not that immediately. Like, oh yeah, We're Magneto
0: not- says in in X Men: The Last Stand, in chess the pawns go first. Uh, and I want to see how that w- works out. Cause you told me like, hey, your birthday's coming up. Do you want to go to Disney or do you want to go somewhere else? You know, uh, with whatever we have to use due to social dis- distancing and restrictions and all that stuff. Um, And I don't think uh, Orlando is great, uh, you know, right after it opens.
1: Yeah. Give give it a few months. Because it's
0: not only that. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's not only that. It's the visitors that stop at the restaurants in the city of Orlando and all that stuff and other places that's not just in the parks. So hopefully they have some sort of tactic that they can work and uh, overcome it, I guess
1: yeah the uh, i think i said before like the the whole fever checking thing what's the point if people are asymptomatic you know mhm so i i don't know we'll we have to wait and see we'll keep you
0: guys posted we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be back with the bloodshot review we're back are we With our eyes bloodshot. Yeah, well, like
1: (laughs) almost literally for me, I'm having like really bad allergies, and my eyes are going crazy.
0: Last night we rented Bloodshot from Redbox. Bloodshot was released March 13th, 2020, and it was directed by Dave Wilson. He was a creative supervisor through Blur Studios for Avengers Age of Ultron, and this was his directorial debut. All right. Uh, The cast includes Vin Diesel, Aza Gonzalez, Lamorne Morris, Tallulah Riley, Sam Hugan, Toby Cabal, Jimmy Dalton, and Guy Pierce. And the synopsis is Ray Garrison, a slain soldier, is reanimated with superpowers. And it's based on the Valiant Comics with the same name, I Bloodshot.
1: had a feeling it was based on a comic book. I, I, and I was like, this is this a Marvel movie? Uh... So, uh one thing that I I want to um talk about real quick, the the actor that played Malcolm Axe that we couldn't put our finger on, he was uh um Doomsday in the last uh Incredible 4 movie.
0: Fantastic 4 and you're talking about Doctor Doom. <laughs> I got a, a few of
1: those things wrong. What did I say? Incredible 4? The Incredible 4. <laughs> And he's doomsday. Well, yeah, that's where we both recognize him from, I'm sure. Because we couldn't put our finger on it.
0: Yeah, so it's about... The movie's about this uh, soldier who died and they... It's basically like Million Dollar Man uh, and then they implement him with like these fake visions so when he snaps out of them he is enraged to go find this person and kill them. Uh, but we
1: find out that they just keep doing that over and over again. And the people that he thinks are his team or are his uh, friends or the good guys in quotations are really using him uh, for evil.
0: Correct. So two things I want to point out. One, the second half of this movie I got when uh, Bloodshot meets uh, Wilbur. Um, yeah.
1: Played by Lamorne Morris from New Girl.
0: Yes, I got a very Frankenstein vibe to it. Like, him being rebooted and being like... I got a very Dr. Frankenstein. My second thing I want to point out is I got a really big uh, homoeroticism between Guy Pierce, which is the lead scientist, and uh, Bloodshot. I felt like there was no other other uh, purpose of him, especially when he was looking at him, he kept on saying like when he was getting enraged and fighting, he's like, Look at his stamina, look at his his power to get revenge. And it was like this whole thing behind like behind to look at him and to ogle him. I found it very homoerotic.
1: Huh. No, I didn't I didn't I didn't get that uh, at all. Maybe with the uh with the the other guy with the legs. A little bit
0: No, I found him as like a white racist Oh, alright <laughs> uh,
1: It reminded me a lot of uh, Like in the vein of The Matrix type movie or um, What's the other movie that That guy did? Um, Which one? Not, oh my gosh Not not the guy from The Matrix, uh, the guy From the Batman, the Dark Knight Trilogy. Christopher Nolan Christopher Nolan With the- Uh, uh the girl Crisp. from you know where the the city flops in on itself. Inception. Inception. It reminded me of like an inception type thing, because there was. Um, I feel like they were that's what they were going for. Obviously, they they were trying to create a uh, a franchise, which I hope they do. Yeah, uh, I was kind of expecting like another twist at the end, like when he woke up in that thing, um, in the Winnebago. Yeah. At the end, I'm like, was this all program was this entire movie program for a second and it didn't really make a lot of sense that because i think he was blown apart how they reconstructed him
0: yeah i mean the action scenes are pretty badass uh i want to say that the first half of the movie was a bit slowish of him like meeting the quote-unquote teammate there's a montage of him like waking up and going to the gym and it's him punching the punching bag and it's this montage of him like coming into terms of who he really is that i kind of found it a little cliche uh and that introduction of all his teammates each teammate apparently they're all like cyber cyborg netic half human half machine you have easy gonzalez who breathes uh, through, like, this little apparatus through her chest that she is she can breathe underwater or any type of, like, poison gases, are, uh, she's immune to it. Uh, Which
1: doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, she's still breathing.
0: Yeah, but all that gets filtered out into, like, oxygen because of, you know, science and technology. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Okay. And then you have uh, this other dude who was blind and now he has, like, this suit that has, like, all these cameras that make him see. And you have uh, the other guy, uh, Jimmy Dalton, the actor, uh, who has robot legs, legs yeah. and no. later became Doc Ock for some reason <laughs> with those
1: uh Oh, that was arms. pretty cool. Uh, that- very, very aliens uh, Get away from her, you bitch.
0: <laughs> it was pretty cool. The action scene at the second half where Vin Diesel's fighting them and uh, the ba- the good guys turn into bad guys, and it's it's pretty badass. The action cinematography also as well is pretty badass. Um, it's your regular action movie, you know, and we really wanted to see it because it called our attention. It was about techie, uh, mind-altering stuff, and and who doesn't like that?
1: Yeah, and it was you know what I thought. I mean, yes, it's based on a comic. What I thought was an original story, and but at least it's a comic that um that isn't as well known, at least to me, or isn't Marvel or DC. Either. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not shocked about it. Uh, it sucks that they created like these characters with these um with these robotic powers and killed them off really fast, or not really fast, but in one movie cuz uh the blind guy I think could have been redeemed in the end.
0: I was really hoping for the blind guy to turn on everyone and they just he just got killed off. Yeah. And silly, in a very silly way either. Agreed. He didn't he, see that coming. Eh, cuz he's blind but he has the power to see. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was it was pretty it's a pretty cool movie. So when he wakes up or when he finally snaps out of it, Uh, And the reason why he snaps out of it is because uh, Aza Gonzalez's character infiltrates his mind while he's in that Matrix program to look for the next person to kill. Uh, Aza Gonzalez's character goes into it and and fucks it up and be like, hey, this is all fake and this and that. And uh, he snaps out of it. And that whole chaos uh, ensues when... When he's not controlled anymore by Guy Pierce's character or the corporation that ha- that helped him be who he is right now. Because he has like these nanotechnology that is like these little tiny robotic cells that run completely through his body that are constantly giving him superhuman strength. Uh, basically like Wolverine. Superhuman strength, uh, super fast healing, super fast reflexes. Um, and since they're not in control or since the corporation is not controlling him anymore and he's basically a free-range robot, uh, now everyone's around after him, and uh, that's when all that awesome action shit happens.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lamorne Morris is sort of like the comic relief. He plays a computer programmer. Uh, He was in New Girl, and I, like, recognized him, but since he has an English accent in this film, I'm like, I don't... Like he did a good job with the English accent. He's American, so I'm like, that, is that him? So in the end, I like looked at the credits. Uh, he did a he was he was really good. He was funny. Um, I liked the movie. I
0: really did too. At the end of the movie, they finally uh, get the upper hand, and they they basically leave. Uh, Guy Pierce throws like this huge bazooka at Vin Diesel, and um, the trailer did give out a lot. I do got to say, like, it did gave away a lot. And that's normal, I guess, in, in today's trailers.
1: I would love to have seen that movie without seeing that trailer.
0: Uh, but the movie was pretty badass. Like, if you want to, like, spend an afternoon with a cool action movie and, like, beer, whatever people do, street people do, um, you can watch this movie. I give it about uh, 3.9 stars. I'll give it 3.5. Awesome So what are the DVDs And music that are out now
1: Well thank you very much for that intro uh, New movies coming out on Blu-ray and or DVD On June 2nd 2020 Can you believe it's already June Holy crap I, I feel like it's like June 2030 At this point I me. So 1BR Is out uh, Which stands for one bedroom oh. Abe is out click clickbait creep show the first season uh, Harley Quinn the first season extraordinary which kind of looks extra interesting by the cover <laughs> uh, new music coming out this week uh, the Rentals have a new album called Q thirty six Chloe and Haley have a new album called Ungodly Hour Run the Jewels has an album called Run the Jewels 4. And uh, I want to add that it has been confirmed that Alanis Morissette's album will be coming out uh, July 31st, which originally we thought it had, it had been pushed back to September 18th. So we're going to be getting it a, like a couple months early. So that that makes me very happy.
0: And Lady Gaga's album was released this week, Chromatica. Uh, we listened to it, and it is very clubby, uh, very... Uh, housey music type thing um throughout the whole album there's not one ballad or I don't think there is and if it is a ballad it's probably has a techie house undertone uh but check it out it's one of those uh albums or music that you know you listen to at a club or going to a club
1: yeah I would say it it's it's a clubby, <laughs> clubby uh, <laughs> I've only listened to a couple songs, um, and I guess I kind of turn my brain off because I probably like listen to more. But it's just the same thing over and over. And good beat, good good uh, hook. Um, and in pop
0: music, you say you gotta have a good, you
1: gotta, you gotta have, have, a have a good, good hook. hook. Uh, and that's just how how popular music is these days. Um, nothing nothing special, and she'll probably win Grammys for it. Um, Sweet. So, you want to play Six Degrees of Separation?
0: Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so at the top of the show, uh, I said that if anyone was listening uh, and could do a better job than Riz, uh, I want to connect Vin Diesel and Michelle Thratenberg. Trachtenberg. I think
1: I don't know. I might. I don't know. That's
0: she was Buffy's little sister. Oh my god! When that happened, I'm like, this is exactly from like Sailor Moon. Like, guys, if you know Sailor Moon and the history of her sister, it's the same fucking shit. I'm like, they copied it, but that's not neither here or there because I'm digressing.
1: Go. Whoa. Okay. Uh. Uh. Okay. Which way, Michelle Trachtenberg? No,
0: Vin Diesel to Michelle.
1: All right, Vin Diesel was in uh, the Fast and Furious franchise with uh, Michelle Rodriguez I love her Uh, Michelle Rodriguez was on Lost uh, with Emily Duravin Emily Duravin was on Roswell uh, which guest starred uh, Julie Benz in the first season Uh, Julie Benz Uh, was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer with of course the Buffy cast which would later star uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. There you go.
0: And our fact of the week is the Barbie and Toy Story is voiced by Jodie Benson, best known for her iconic role as Ariel in The Little Mermaid. And that's your fact of the week, and you can do whatever you want with it, because it's not mine. It's because it's a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are still bloodshot from today's episode.
1: Mine's from the, from the dust.
0: <laughs> We're glad you guys stopped by and have a listen
1: Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's PressPlayAR on Instagram.
0: This is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening.
1: listening.